Hello and welcome to The Writer's Mindset with me, Christina Adams. And me, Ellie Betts. Each week, we're here to bring you the strategies and advice you need to achieve your writing and publishing goals. That's right. This week, we're talking to some of our past guests to find out their book launch tips for 2022. Happy New Year, sort of. We're actually recording this before Christmas, so it does feel a bit weird to be talking about the new year, but you'll be listening to it in 2022. So yeah, Happy New Year! We're close enough, right? And I'm recording with a half-decorated office because A, life got in the way, and B, the paint doesn't arrive till tomorrow. So I've been spending my time doing more interesting things like torturing characters and, you know, getting on with other things. This week is something we haven't actually done before, and we decided to kick off 2022 with a bang we would bring back some of the authors from our previous episodes and ask them what their top book launch tip is for 2022 which is very exciting i love trying new things do you yourself have a book launch tip you'd like to share with our listeners nope and you will see why at the end intriguing roll the vt or whatever the podcast version of that is Hello, Christina and Ellie and everyone over at The Writer's Mindset. Happy 2022. Um, I'm, I'm excited that I've been asked to share my top tip for writing in 2022 um, because it's a tip that I've said multiple times all through every year that I've been a writer. And I think it's one of those that universally and fundamentally just stays the same. But it's one of those things that it's very difficult to see how it applies or how to even come across this mindset when you first start writing because while you're still writing or until you've published that first book, everything seems Herculean. It's it's just a whole different world. But my number one tip for any writer, especially an early writer, is please, 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 for the love of God, do not pin the success of your first book as the success of you as an author. Everyone has to write that first book. It's how we learn. It's how we grow. It's how we adapt. It's how we learn where we fall in short and how we learn what we do well in the beginning when we first put on that book it might be that only a small percentage of people enjoy what you do maybe and if we go for an extreme example maybe you get a bunch of one star reviews a bunch of two star reviews and it's it's so disheartening trust me like i, I know what it's like to get a, a crap review but what i would say is this is your first book you don't <laughs> i'll come back to the analogy that i'm pretty sure i use on the podcast you don't build a car on the first go having no experience previously of how to build a car you put the pieces together you test to see what works you try and start that up and it probably falls apart but the next time that you come to it you've learned enough lessons that you can then build something of a more successful car and you stack and you stack and that's just the progress we take as a writer there are so many people who it seems they believe that there's an innate sense of whether or not you can be creative and you can write and you know, inarguably, based on our past, based on what we've learned, some people start further ahead than others, but you can always learn, you can always improve, and there's always something to get better at. Even people who have published dozens and dozens of books, they're not getting everything right, and there's growth to be had. I know that I'd certainly go back to my first book very, very happily and just re-edit the whole damn thing because it came out in 2015. It was the first substantial thing that I wrote, and there are so many mistakes and there are so many things that, looking back on it, I really do want to fix. But that was my first book. And then the book I brought after that got better and it got better. And if you're pursuing 
well, whether you're pursuing the traditional path or the independent path, you're going to grow as a writer as you go. And just because that first book might not be met with the, the resounding success that you hope it had, that doesn't mean you're any less of a writer. Writing is about the process. It's about creation. It's about leveling up. It's about learning. And it's about moving forward. And if you're going to make it in traditional by approaching new agents, you have to be creating new stuff and getting better and increasing your options by putting more stuff out there. If you're going to try and pursue the self-publishing path, the same principle, you put content out there and over time readers find you, they love your stuff, you've got a backlist that they can get to and it's that slow build of income, of product, of creation, of just work that ends up helping you get to success. So no matter where you are right now, no matter where you're starting, put everything you can into that first book because that's all you can do at this point. Put that book out and if it goes wild, then fantastic. But if it doesn't, just take it with a pinch of salt look at those lessons really objectively review where you can improve and then keep moving forward so that's my number one advice for everyone thank you again for having me christina and ellie and happy 2022 everyone daniel wilcox was so excited to share his tip with you he forgot to share how you can get in touch with him you can find him at danielwilcox.com and activatedauthors.com check him out on instagram and facebook at wilcox author which is w-i-l-l-c-o-c-k-s hello i'm tim lewis i'm the host of book chat live which is an amazon live show um i'm the author of seven books um the last book being social media networking and um before that i used to write fantasy and time travel books and you can find out about those books at stoneandpress.com so my number one book launch tip is to either build or find a community of people to be interested in your books. This is kind of a parallel to what people would say, set up an email list. An email list is a very good way to capture that community that you've acquired in some way or other. But um, on a more broader point, um, you want to find people who would like your book before you release your book. So if your book is about mountaineering, then you probably want to be going on to Facebook groups about mountaineering, talking to other people who like mountaineering, and getting to know them, and they can get to know you. Then once you've done that point of getting to know people there, you can look to start bringing them into your own community, which can either be on email list or Facebook group or some other set of places. Um, and that's what I mean by either finding or building a community. Now, one way to build a community is to publish lots of useful content for people who are mountaineers. So which which mountains are the hardest to climb, that kind of thing. But often it's easier just to go where they're already at and uh, start talking to them there. So the best tip for most book launches is to find a community. Or as I say, attract one and then get them to sign up to your email list so that when your book is ready to launch, you've got enough people to power it into, say, an Amazon chart or to some level of success where other people will see it naturally. So that's my number one book tip. Find or build a community of people who are likely to, at least some of them are likely to buy your book. I'm Tara Kelly, a romance author, a co-owner of a digital media company with my hubby, and I'm also an author coach. I help aspiring writers to let go of the barriers that are holding them back so they'll finally share the stories that they've been thinking about for way too long. 
Here is my book launch tip. Writing alone behind a computer can be lonely until you start creating a human conversation. Yeah, human conversations. Create a conversation on social media, email, book clubs. Do you have a parenting group, a knitting group? It doesn't matter. Just create the conversation. Someone I know, literally, this is true. Someone I know just created a conversation on a ride at Disneyland. She was sitting there and someone heard her talking to um, the community that I'm a part of and was interested and she created a conversation and now they are continuing to talk. It can happen. If you're a new author or if you've been publishing for a while, it's still important to talk to humans, build relationships, get to know the people around you, be authentically you and build a community of like-minded people that share the same passions and desires as you. And then they're going to get excited for your books. So can I tell you a secret? This is the biggest part of the launch tip. Once you've created all those amazing conversations, they're not going to just pick up the book because of the title. And they're not going to just pick up the book because of the synopsis. They're going to pick up the book because of you. Happy reading, writing, and creating. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Spann Craig, and I'm a cozy mystery writer. My top book launch tip for 2022 is to try Brian Cohen's Amazon Ads Challenge course. I'm not affiliated with the course, and it's free. Um, And the next one runs in January of 2022. I am not an ad person. I have been awful at ads the entire time. I've taken two Facebook ads courses and a book bub ad course. And this is the first time that a advertising course has actually resonated with me and led to sales. And Brian leads you through the process step by step. Uh, It's very simple the way that he explains it. I wasn't doing a lot of split ad testing and all that kind of stuff that was driving me crazy with the other courses. And it all just made sense to me in a way that ads hadn't before. So that's my top tip. And if you want to find more information for writers, please check out my books and my blog at elizabethspancraig.com. Thanks. Hi, I'm Maddie Dalrymple, the author of the Anne Kinner Suspense novels and Suspense Shorts and the Lizzie Ballard Thrillers. And I'm also the host of the Indie Author Podcast and the author of two nonfiction books, one on podcasting for authors and one on using short fiction to create income and connect with readers. And I'm here today to share my number one book launch tip for 2022, and that is capitalize on the indie side of being an indie author by managing your book launch, how, where, and when best suits you and your goals. For the how of your indie book launch, make sure your launch plan aligns with your business goals. For example, if you're prioritizing online sales, as I do, then focus your attention on online events. For my most recent book launches, I've held Facebook Live events, which cater to my largest pool of social media followers. That focus also meant that I wasn't sinking a lot of time into pursuing bookstore events. Bookstore sales are a lower priority for me because of the time investment to benefit ratio. That said, speaking of the where of your indie book launch, there are approaches you can take to involve actual brick and mortar bookstores in a way that is low impact and beneficial for both you and the store. For example, for the launch of my third Anne Kinnear suspense novel, The Falcon and the Owl, I contacted a few bookstores I had a good track record with ones that were geographically distributed so that they wouldn't cannibalize each other's sales. And I asked them if they would help promote my Facebook Live event in exchange for me pointing readers to their stores to purchase the book. 
All I needed to do was to make note to myself to mention those stores a couple of times during a live event. And all they needed to do was get some copies of my book in stock and put up a couple of posts sharing my event announcement. And finally, the when of your indie author book launch. The benefit of an online event is that you don't gain benefit from it only during the event itself. If you plan the content right and make sure it's engaging and evergreen, then you can continue to use that for promotion after the initial launch period. For example, you might read an excerpt from the book or include some interesting backstory about what piqued your interest in the topic. Create once, publish everywhere is a mantra I like to apply to all the content I produce. So capitalize on your ability to determine the timing of your promotional activities to spread out the excitement. All of those aspects should align with your indie author goals, but don't forget that in addition to the official publication launch, you deserve a personal celebration. Make sure you find a way to reward yourself for having reached such an amazing milestone, the publication of a book. If you'd like more of my thoughts on book launches, please check out my podcast, The Indie Author, and especially episode 49, Ruminations on Book Launches with James McCrone. Just go to theindieauthor.com, and that's indie with a Y, click on the podcast tab, and search for book launch. If you'd like to learn more about my thriller, suspense, and mystery novels and short stories, please go to maddiedalrymple.com, and that's Maddie with a Y. And if you subscribe to my email newsletters, you'll also be able to stay on top of launch plans for my next books. Thanks so much to The Writer's Cookbook for inviting me to share my thoughts on book launch tips for 2022. Hello everyone, this is Sasha Black, the Rebel Author and host of the Rebel Author Podcast. My big tip for you is to do the launch that you want. Sounds trite, but bear with me. Lots of authors and marketers will tell you that you need to do advertising, you need to do newsletter swaps, you have to be all over social, and it's just nonsense. The indie community is enormous, and if you look hard enough, you can find indies doing every different kind of launch. I want you to feel empowered to not do Facebook ads if you don't like them. I want you to be empowered to do Instagram stories if that's what you love doing. Your launch can be the way you want. You can find readers on any platform and in any way that makes you happy. At the end of the day, if you are creating content and marketing ads or marketing information that you enjoy creating, it will be better than struggling to do all of the stuff that you don't really like. There's so much fear-mongering and scaremongering around launches and the fact that you have to do this or you have to do that. But when you look at the population on social media or the amount of users using particular platforms, there are literally millions and millions of people on Instagram or Facebook or using Amazon or using Kobo. You can find readers on each one of these different platforms. It's just about being clever with your marketing. Follow other authors who do launch models that you enjoy and that you like. If you have a desire to do rapid release, well then look for authors doing rapid release in your genre. See what tools and tricks they're doing. Can you do something similar? If you don't like the idea of rapid release, well then look for authors who are doing slower releases. How do they plan their launches? Are they doing bigger fanfare um, kind of stuff? Are they doing lives? Are they putting out lots of information um, and quotes on Instagram or Snapchat? What is it that they are doing and what is it that works? If you can look at all of that information and then 
kind of create a Venn diagram of the bits that work the best for you and that you enjoy, you will find your stress levels significantly decreased for your launches. Don't let anybody tell you that your launch has to be one way or another. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I have never, ever used Facebook ads for a launch and you don't have to either. You can do your launch your way and be empowered to do it that way too. My name is Sasha Black and you can find me on Instagram at Sasha Black Author. That's S-A-C-H-A Black Author. Or you can find me on my website, sashablack.co.uk. Or of course, you can listen to the Rebel Author podcast. Well then, I think we've kept our listeners waiting long enough. What is your book launch tip of 2022, Christina Adams? My launch tip complements everyone else is really well. And that's why I wanted to save it until last, because it's not so much a strategy, but it is a mindset, which is what we're here for, right? And my tip is to not compare your start to someone else's middle. If this is your first book and you don't know what the bloody hell you're doing, you can't compare that to someone else's 20th book or even their second, especially if they're in a different genre to you. But also remember that different people start their journey at a different point. So where I started is a lot further behind than where you're going to start yours, for example, Ellie, because you've got all this knowledge. But even if you take that time to study all that knowledge, nothing is going to build your publishing skills and your launch skills and your marketing skills and even your writing skills compared to actually doing the thing. As Daniel Wilcox said in his interview with us, he thinks that actually the only learnings come from finishing that book. It's not from the journey itself. You don't realize what you've learned until you get to the very end of it. And I think that there is a lot to be said for that because until you've got to the end of it, you can't fully reflect on everything that has happened and you can't implement them. And it's also implementing your learnings that will help you to grow rather than having it in your head, oh yeah, I need to do X, Y, and Z differently. You're only going to know and remember to do those things differently if you've made those mistakes to begin with. That is so true and such a poignant point to end on because I've heard that being said a lot, but I think not only is it very true, you know, the first time is always the hardest, right, when it comes to so many things, but I think that is particularly true when it comes to writing. I know I'm not quite there yet and I'm still working on the first book, but it seems to be one of the most consistently consistently received pieces of advice that we get from the people we're interviewing and outside of the podcast as well from other authors and other people who are in the industry the first one's going to be the hardest but you're going to learn so much more from it so it seems ridiculous ludicrous to compare where you're at with your very first one to where someone's at even one or two books in like you say that's really good thank you and I'm sure you've seen it as well people you can tell people that they shouldn't be comparing the start of their journey to someone else's journey when they're several years in or several books in and yet they still do it because they are in that habit of comparing themselves to other people and it's a really easy habit to fall into and I think as a society we're kind of taught to do that and it's really hard to reprogram your brain to focusing on being a better person than you were yesterday rather than going I'm not good enough because this other person has done more than me or is better than me and I use the term better very loosely because it's open to interpretation. 
Exactly. Everyone's in a completely different part of their journey. And I think that's a good thing because it means you can learn from so many different people in so many different ways. And most writers I've met are very willing to share their knowledge, very willing to help in ways that they can or give advice. So it's worth bearing in mind that everyone's in a different place. And so when you're ready to launch your first book, you do it the way you need to do it. That's the way that's right for you. Yeah. And also everyone starts their journey at a different point and with a different approach. Because if you remember when we first met Ellie, I've always been very, very ambitious and you weren't. I don't know if you're willing to share a little bit more about that to add some context to our readers and about your journey just to inspire them. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. It's not that I actively was anti-ambitious. I don't think that's a word, but you know what I mean? I wasn't against being ambitious. It was more that I didn't realise that I had the capacity to do anything more than I thought I was doing. So like I think I mentioned in a couple of episodes before, I planned to do my master's degree, which I just finished this year. And the plan was to write my first book within five years of finishing. Five years to write one book, <laughs> which just seems so absurd to me now because I feel much more capable of writing my first book. In fact, it's going to be a series. And I now know that this is what I want to work on this is where I'm heading down this is what I want to make into a career and I just didn't even know that was possible before so now that I know more about the industry and know more about what I want that's what makes me ambitious that's what makes me want to keep going and keep learning more and keep getting better and sharing as much as I can with our lovely writers too knowledge is not just power it's also confidence and resilience it's right power. knowledge is power but yes resilience is <laughs> And we've got some really great interviews coming up with you. We've got a fab one with one of my favorite authors, Savannah Cade, all about her research process. And honestly, it's the most insane thing you've ever seen. And she does say you don't have to be as crazy as she is in terms of researching. She literally has three degrees. That's how much she loves researching. But she does have some great tips, even if you just want to do a little bit more. Because as we said in our very first episode, which you revisited recently, sometimes the reason that people get stuck is that they're not doing enough research. Absolutely. I think I mentioned that in the nine episode, uh, nine episodes, the nine reasons episode. And I mentioned it again when I covered the nine reasons episode. So it's important stuff. Exactly. We've also got stuff on websites for authors, on writing book reviews, on managing your business whilst also having, you know, a life and a day job and whatever other responsibilities you're juggling. There is so much great stuff to come up with some really amazing people. And we cannot wait to share it with you over the next few months. That's right. 2022 is going to be a big one. See you next week when we are back with Jenna Moresi talking all about YouTube for authors. Did you find this episode enlightening? Don't forget to hit that shiny, shiny subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Or if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. It really helps us to know what kind of content you want more of and helps us reach more writers like you. And you can support us over on Patreon for less than your favourite coffee a month. We have some very exciting things planned for the year ahead and patrons will be the first to find out more. So do come and join us if you'd like even more support to achieve your writing goals. Visit patreon.com forward slash writers mindset to join our gang today. See you next time. Keep writing.